What's up guys, Paul here, aka Mr. What The Footy, your host, and before I jump into what this episode is going to be about today, I've got four quick things to tell you. Firstly, thank you to everyone so far who's been giving feedback via various different platforms. Secondly, the best way to give us feedback is via Apple Podcasts. If you rate and review us, it'd mean the absolute world. Thirdly, the best way to keep in touch with us is via our Instagram and Twitter pages at WhatTheFooty. Fourthly, the podcasts are out every Monday morning just after 3am so you can download it ready for your Monday morning commute. This episode sat down a while back in November with Royce. Royce, as you guys know from last week's episode, is quite behind the scenes within the game with top agents and top scouts and his brother's one of the most exciting young talents within the Arsenal Academy. And we sat down and we spoke about support systems and obviously we're seeing a lot of young players getting opportunities. So I was keen to really know behind the scenes uh, the support system that's given to young players like his brother. We spoke about the importance of family members and agents in helping young players to stay grounded and, and really helping them to find those opportunities for them to really strive. Hope you guys love this episode. And as per usual, if you loved it, tell a friend to tell a friend and leave a review. Let's go. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Welcome to the What the Footy podcast. I'm joined here today with Royce. What are you telling me, Royce? What are you saying, my guy? My name is Royce. Just you know, typical Royce. But yeah. No, Let's man, it's, it. it's, been a, it's been a minute, bruv. Like, I haven't seen you such a long time, but yeah, what have you been sort of up to? Well, it's just been uni, innit? Just life. <laughs> it's funny, like, it's my guy from secondary school. I haven't seen this guy in time. And yeah, I'm just happy to be on the podcast, happy to, you know, contribute. And let's get into football. Let's Do you know what it is? It's, it's, it's crazy because, like, I literally told you about the podcast and I sent you what, like, the first sort of pilot yeah. when I was thinking and I thought, yeah, Royce. Although he wasn't a great footballer, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, what? I had techers. I have although, the, although he wasn't a great the footballer. Thing is, the thing is, I tell everyone, the genes is in me. I'm telling you, it's just recessive. Like, maybe in my 30s, it might come out one day, I might just get on the pitch, and then all, all of a sudden, I'll just be a madness on the pitch. But. Do you know what it is? Like, on that, is, it's crazy because, like, if you look at. Obviously, like your, your like your brother's a footballer, yeah. like doing really well for the Arsenal. Yeah, Academy. I just he was on uh, he's on FIFA now. Okay. He's on FIFA. Yeah, create. When I saw it yesterday, like I saw it yesterday or two days, he sent it to me, and I was like, bro, like I'm on FIFA, like this is crazy. Like I remember the first time I seen him, like I saw him bang, like play football, mm. and I was like, to see the the elevation of it is just crazy. Even though it's 59 rated, 59 rated seems to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, come, come, hopefully, come. hopefully, but no, because like, even on the point I was just making then about the whole football thing, like if you mm. look at like. The great like Loudrop brothers, yeah, you look at yeah, Sean yeah. Long stuff and his brother mm. Matty playing. The Nevilles, even the Nevilles as well. Like, it's like where, where where was your techers, man? My techers is there. It's just I wasn't like I wasn't serious on football, like because it's like it's a dream half the time. Like yeah, you think you mean, like man. we look at so many ballers or even like people that we see bang like play football and like they they don't even like it's just a dream to you. Don't think you're gonna get there. Even mm-hmm. when I look at my brother play football, I'm like, is this real? Like this is. He plays football for Arsenal football. That's one of the great, like best football clubs in the in the world, if you think about it. And it's like, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe it's that mindset that kind of held me back. Cause yeah. I don't know. I say I say the genes is recessive. Maybe when I'm thirty, like I said. But Ian Wright, Ian Wright didn't start playing until yeah, like, get on until the pitch. Like I'll, I'll do so, Jamie Vardy, innit? I'll just get on the pitch, score like twenty and goals. And they call it on Sunday, <laughs> Sunday league, and, and who knows Sunday where you'll be. Obviously, um, like I mentioned. Uh, three-part segment and the first sort of question comes in from a chap called Brandon and Brandon says 
I'm a United fan, and every time I open the newspapers, it's Pogba this, Raiola that. The double act of Pogba and the powerful super agent of Raiola seem more powerful than Mr. Woodward. Is it a surprise that more family members act for players instead? What's your sort of, obviously, views on this scene is... You're close with a brother every single day, family member advising him, see agents. It's interesting bad, where idea. you um I'm gonna go from my personal opinion of agents. Like I understand like a lot of people have agents have seen them as like sniveling, kind of like oh, they're just in it for themselves. But like when we think about the actual role of an agent, an agent is just his main role is to make sure the player's interests like are looked after or the the player's best interests are like in view of the club, like mm. more time, more most times, like because it's a working. Like the thing is, I think in any job, if you could have an agent, you would have an agent. I'm not gonna lie, you'd have once you want someone that knows the business and knows what your worth is and mm. knows what you can actually get out from your job. If you're say, because when we do a lot of negotiations, there's a lot of I've, I've seen a lot of situations where like people are overworked. If like it happens all the time, mm. like there's a lot of things where you actually think about like ah oh, like you should be getting 30k for something that you're doing 24 and that's basically what the agent there to make sure you get make sure you get that ten, extra 10k and i feel but, but but then the thing with that is that how i've always felt about that is i can definitely see the logic behind having someone to fight your battles for example if you're putting in performances week in week mm -hmm. out or or you're like you're a young player and you're playing really really well mm -hmm. and like you feel as though maybe you can go somewhere else, earn a bit more money. You're seeing what other people are doing in this in a similar particular position to you. But you can kind of see how fans can get irritated it's, by like a young player uh, and an agent coming together and their fault. Like for example, the whole Sterling situation even, that's still yeah. to this day. Even like, even the Duncan situation, the Bobby Duncan one about how his agent had to proper like come out with a statement saying that Liverpool are bullying Duncan mm. and eventually he got his move to Florentina. But I feel I, again, I, I go because I've I've dealt with agents. I know like the agents I've dealt with or the agents I've seen are like some of the best people. I've actually, they've, I'm not gonna like for um, I'll, I could say it on record like my without my brother's former agent, mm. like my brother would be nowhere near where he is now because they ground you like a lot of them, with, especially within like the first couple of years, because you only really get paid when the contracts start coming in and mm. you only really get your first contract around 17, 18. So and my brother's known my my brother's known that agent since he was like 14. So from 14 to 18, he wasn't getting no money off him. He was just investing his time, his energy mm. into him. And that was something that we didn't ask him for. We didn't pay him to do it. We didn't even, there was no like arguments or any kind of like, I don't, it's, I don't know, I don't know. It's a bit weird because in that case, because I think about play, clubs have money. Football, in football, I'm going to say this if we do, when we do many more, there is money in football. There is a lot of money in football. And as a player, there's one thing my brother told me, you only have one chance. Mm. You have only one chance. We've, we've, we look at Arsenal, like, look at the hierarchy of, of strikers alone that are in there. You've got the Martinelli's, the John Jules, you've got um, Aubameyang, Lacazette, yeah, even hit, like that guy, he's, he scares Cold me. Yeah, he Cold. scares me. But like, you only have one chance mm. to milk as much as you can from the game. And the agent, you sometimes, because you only want to be, like, in the job, you only really want to be focused on the football, making sure that, like, and in the day, the only focus you have is that I need to score as many goals. I need to perform the best as I can. Leave the agent to sort out how much your money is getting. Because you don't also, within football, there's politics. You don't want that mm. kind of politics to spill over to the, um, to the yeah to the dressing room. But then, I, but then I think the main question that someone like that fan who's he's uh, emailed into us is, is really trying to get at is the whole idea of this whole concept of the super agent mm. and 
what is it that an agent is really offering you and giving to you? So for example, like Alan Shearer is a big advocate mm. of it and, he, and he's uh, come out and said uh, previously that if he was going back on his career, he would not have an agent. He would mm. have a PA, a lawyer and an accountant. So what is it that this agent is really offering or this super agent? And like Gar Gary Neville, for example, mm. as well, of the views, like what is a super agent? Well, the thing, the, a super agent is more, it's more or less the players that you, well, an agent is only as good as the players he's got, if you want, like, that, that, to be honest, that's how it really works. Mm. Like, we look at, like, stand, um, I'm going to say, like, elite project manager, like, elite, um, is it elite project? That's what they're called. The uh, agents of Sancho and that. Like, they've got Sancho, Iwobi, Lookman, um, uh, Rebo. They've got a very good roster of players mm. there. And you could argue that because, because how it works is that, like, once you have one player, like the one, come, yeah, yeah, the rest yeah, will come yeah, basically. Yeah, That's how it basically is with a lot of these agents. Yeah, like if you look at Bill's agent, all he has to scream is just, oh, like I remember when um, thing we had it, I can't really. We had like I remember when I saw him. It was, but the only thing he used to say was just bill, 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 and that's you hear bill, you hear dollar signs, you hear money, basically, mm. and that's what really uh, that's his base, his way of attracting players. And but the thing is, you don't actually clock the work that they do behind the scenes to get them kind of deals. Like I remember, um, it's funny if you talk about is it Raniola or I forgot is it Mendes, one of the two. Mendes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when he, Ronaldo. yeah, I remember when he had um, he said um, one of my um friends with an agency, he said he had the uh, Willy Caballero. He had to drive him like six, seven hours to go trials to do um, thing. you don't actually clock the amount of work that he actually put in. It's just because you see the big deals that they've actually got. Like Mendes agent, Mendes agent has known Ronaldo since he was fourteen. Mm, mm. That's a good. 15 years, 15 plus relationship. It runs, it runs much yeah, deeper. It, yeah, than, and it, yeah, it yeah, runs much deeper than what you actually think. It's just because you see maybe an um, agent might be disgruntled with like their agent and you now go to like a major agent like that. That's where it now comes in with like our oh, super agent and all that kind of, but you actually don't realize that a lot of these agents have known like the elite project, they've known Sancho since he was like 13, 14. That's a good five, six year relationship with Sancho. They've been through it all with him. Mm. So you can't really, I, I feel like to come in and I'll say, oh, like that idea of like super agents, it's just, for me, it's just, our clubs have money. They have money and they can go out and it can really, like we look at the situation with Man United. Man United, with all the problems they have, they still got money to go and buy more players. They've mm. spent money and they will continue to spend money. But when it comes to players, you, you can't do that. You only have one chance and you have to make sure within that career, that short 10, maybe 15 if you're lucky, make as much money as you can. And that's how I see it as. On, on that sort of thing that you just mentioned there and, and link, linking back to the question from Brandon, what's your sort of views on the sort of framework that Trent has? Because if we look at oh, yeah, Trent, brothers, yeah. if, we, if we look at Trent, Trent's a young, a young, uh, a young player who's applied himself, mm. Champions League winner, twice have played in Champions League final, making headways in his position. And he has a structure whereby he has obviously an agent and he's part of an agency, but his brother has been incorporated into that uh, uh, framework yeah, via a joint venture. Yeah. And What's your sort of view? Because that I feel I feel it depends on, it's all about perception. If you feel you're getting the right deal, because mm. a lot of like agents, they always tell you, don't worry, I can get you more. I can get you more. Mm. If you personally feel like you can get the right deal through your own eight, like your own family members because we do have like the Hayes family. Their their fam. I mean, his I think is his parents or basically his family members are his agents. Mm. So if you feel as a player, I can get the best deal without an agent, then by all means do it. But a lot of players don't have that view. They don't have that idea of um, that idea of like oh that like 
there's always you have that view that there's always a bit more I can milk out and you probably get an agent to do it because also there's one thing about um why I don't really although you could do I don't really advocate family members because when things are going good mm. it's all fine them telling you it's all yeah, yeah like oh you come in yep the hair best goalkeeper in the world but when it's not um when things are not going so sweet like, even look at the hair now the mistakes that he's yeah, making like, it's, had to sign a new contract because no one really wants him anymore. Yeah, because it's, it's, yeah, it's the emotion. Like, because you now think about as as a family member, you're emotionally invested as well as financially invested. So mm. you're gonna start thinking, what? What do you mean? The hair is not the best. What do you mean? He doesn't deserve this. Or like, you can't like. And it, to go and now tell like the hair that mm. as well as a family member, like, yeah, they're not too keen on you. You have to start looking elsewhere. It will be a bit weird, and it's a bit as as also with like the club as well, it'll be a bit hard for them to tell you like, oh, like, yeah, see your brother there. We're not really like keen on him. We don't really want him. We're, we're looking elsewhere. So I feel, I feel it's a bit weird. I feel like for me, it's like how doctors, they always say, don't like, don't um, operate on your family members. I feel like it's the same way in the agency business. Don't get yourself involved because you're going to be, invo- regardless mm. of how you feel, you are always going to be emotionally um, invested within the game as well. So it's a bit, I don't know, I'm not really, I'm not really too keen on it. So advice from Royce, guys, don't go to your dad for your agent. Well, you could, <laughs> no it depends, joke. you could, you could. Because you look at the Willocks, they're, they're, like, just how you mentioned, their dad is their agent. So, mm. and it's all, like I said, it's all about... Messi's dad is his agent yeah, as well. Yeah, it's all about perception. If you mm. feel you're getting the right deal, then there's no point of getting that, the agent to give you, um, the agent to go and get that extra five, I mean, because standard contract for, a, for an agent is 5% on contracts and 20% on like um promotional deals if you don't feel like you don't need that then keep it in house by all means what the footy what the footy what the footy what the footy this question is from matt he says that i'm a lifelong aston villa fan if you told me when uh, jack Grealish was lying on the floor in tenerife that it would be captain of his boyhood club and be knocking on the england door again i would have said no chance the way he's transformed himself has been remarkable how do you ensure that your brother stays grounded I think it, that's a mad question, it isn't is, it? it? The thing is, like they always say, maturity comes with age. And mm. then when you, when, especially with Grealish's case, like I think him go, going a step down and going, because I, I really, ad- check, I yeah, really yeah. do admire him for like, because like, I remember there was a lot of times where Tottenham was knocking to come. Tottenham and, yeah, Liverpool, like, was, and he said, you know what? I'm going to stay here. I'm going to make sure these boys are promoted. And like, he actually achieved mm. that, which I actually respect because it was a case of like, he's, 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 he's taking his team by Scruffin actually realising that it's my fault that, because we look at like the, the performance of Villa before they went down, like it yeah. was abysmal. abysmal like, yeah, he yeah. realised that it's my fault I'm here. It's my reason. It's going to be my responsibility to take them back to where. But just going off of that there and what you said there, linking back to what we were saying before. So he's made a choice as a young player to not go to Liverpool, to not go to Tottenham and arguably mm. maybe play in the Champions yeah. League, win trophies, all that sort of stuff there. He's now in a position now where, where maybe potentially those opportunities to go to that level is now, the ship is now sailed for mm. that. Like, but what's, what, what's the sort of thinking behind there as, could, as, as the agent or as the it person could, it, could, the it could be down to like, like that idea of loyal, mm. loyalty. Because if you look at Grealish, Grealish is one of the first names on the pitch, uh, on, mm. on the team sheet. It could be down to that. It could also be down to, if you think about like Zaha and like his affiliation with Crystal Palace, He's earning a very big contract. He's earning like a top six contract at arguably a top 15 club based on the loyalty he's shown mm. over the years. It's only recently that like, but even still with that, he still gives his all for the club. It could just be a case of that. They've realised that like, we've got a player here that is willing to die for this club. We should reward him 
accordingly or like the agents or like the relationship between the the let's say the board or i don't know who who's who like between the the, the player and the club is a very strong one and they want to like redeem because it's all about it's all like, like i said it's all about perception if you think you're getting the right deal who, who can tell you otherwise if you think oh i could be earning 500k a week and i'll be like oh it's still too little you could be earning two like look at mm. long stuff long stuff earning 850 a week and he was That's content bonkers, content yeah. with it so it is, it's all about really perception he for me I, I think it's a case of the idea of loyalty the idea of like the club are really keen on him and he's mm. also keen on the club so it, it kind of works both ways it could also be a case of the, the deal he's on we don't i don't really know what he's actually on at the moment but it could be a case where he is financially rewarded accordingly and he feels that's fine so he doesn't really want to leave because it's also the it's also when you think about the pressure of going look at like look at zaha like the pressure of going from crystal palace to man united it was immense pressure at the it time doesn't always work yeah, and, doesn't, does it? and it, like i'm not trying to be rude but like the effort that he puts in for crystal palace and the money he makes is nowhere near the effort that he would have probably have to put in for like standards yeah the, yeah, yeah the standards like, i think i think even rio was saying it how like going from when he went from united to qpr and just yeah the like, standards it's and just the, like because like one thing i like about rio is that you actually clock like, like he speaks the real yeah really. like he the thing i like is that he knew what he wanted to do and he and he really went yeah. out to achieve it he knew mm. he could be the best defender in the world and he actually went out and because like, he could have easily stayed yeah, at west ham yeah, yeah. and Leeds for the rest of he his. really and even not even like he could they really just went to Man United, just coasted really, and just really said that okay, I'm at Man United now. Let me just, you know, have my fun here. But he really mm. pushed on and actually said, no, I want my name to be on the sheet. I want, like, I want to be known as like a real Man United legend. And mm. he's actually gone and out and done it, that. Yeah. yeah. The thing I found really fascinating about staying grounded as well is that you're this normal guy. You've probably just finished doing your GCSEs. Mm. You're going to training. Your mum or your dad or your nan or whoever is dropping you off to. To, to training and the gaffer calls you, you're into the first team, you're killing it, Crazy. you're smashing it, and then you just get this big new contract, you're in the papers. How do you almost separate yourself from all that stuff to do with like going out, lifestyle, I think nightclubs? It's just, I think it's just like, also it's, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's good to have a good support, sorry, it's good to have a good support system around you, people that can actually like put you in check and tell you like, Pattern up. Yeah, 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 like it's not because it's very easy. Like the thing with football is very easy to be like, this is it, this is it, we're here, we're here now. But mm. when you actually think about it, like you have to have that kind of person that can really tell you, like you're here now, but you still got to push on. You understand? And it's very easy, like it's vicious. Yeah, man. like it's a very even even um, even Grealish, like obviously, and what Matt was saying there as well. Like I remember with Grealish, like he was going out in the town all the mm. time. Like obviously there was a thing with Tenerife when he was doing the balloons out there, Cause and, yeah, cause and, you, and even Stan Collymore. Like sent him a message just being like, like about the culture yeah. of like being a young player in Birmingham and just sort yourself out and because it's interesting because you've like it's that that idea of like you've made it like you're 18 mm. like we think about like Hudson Hudson is 18 is on like 100k a week like what more do you don't you've completed life I can't lie like you don't really need to do much anymore like for me like when I think about it, like you've got you're on what CEOs make people that have been working 30 40 years in their career mm. are just getting and you're getting at 18 it's very easy to lose like, it's very so easy, easy to lose yeah. yourself so the only thing I can really think about is really your support system 
having people that can really put you in check and say, nope, you're not going to spend that money. Nope, we need to work. Or like, even just your mindset alone, like the thing that separates Ronaldo from everyone I is just that- just about to say Ronaldo you know, as well. Like, and the you thing- know, The thing that, that he's one of the- like, I think about any kind, yeah, any kind of player, the best kind of person to look at is when 34, that guy is still going. He's like, you saw the um, chip, like the, the he just, it's because he's 34, he plays like he's 19. I don't know, even when Ever was talking about how like, he went over to his house. Yeah, I heard this too. And then too, yeah. these guys were like, we're not, we're not chilling. It's time to train. Like, yeah, man putting, for a swim yeah like, man putting through his paces after training. Like, it's crazy that, but it's really the, just down the to your mindset. The yeah, mindset. And even, like, even recently, did the interview with, uh, with Piers Morgan, mm. we were speaking and talking about that. And the reason I always talk about, and I want to see more young players doing what the people like, it's no surprise why Ronaldo and Cesc have achieved what mm. they've achieved. And, and seeing someone like Ronaldo and like hearing how like in 2004, Luis Saha told Omri that Ronaldo is going to be one of the best players in the world mm. or one of the greatest. And then Omri was like, no, are you sure? The, and just to see. Yeah, like, because it, it, it's, it's that kind of, the, it's the thing crazy. is, it's really just like, it's really about the personal, Focus. yeah, the personal mindset. Because there's only so much, like, you there's only so much I can really people tell, can tell you. Yeah, like, there's like, only so much I can tell you. Focus, oh, focus, focus. Yeah. yeah, like, it's really just about what, because one thing I always say about football is that, Every football is good. I'm not gonna lie. To you. Every football you've been playing football for 20 years. You feel like when you really think about like, this makes perfect. Yeah, really, like yeah. it's one thing I noticed. Like um, it's funny when I think about, it, but like when Walcott always wanted to leave, yeah, you notice. I, I don't know if you noticed it, but he will always by the contract yeah, stage. Yeah, like, he will always score a hat yeah, trick. Yeah, he always play before. like like. I'm thinking, bro, is this Walcott? Like, and it's, it's funny when you think about like how form is. Like for me, it's just a case of like if you really want to go and grab it go and grab it like mm. if you really want to apply yourself and be the best player you can because ronaldo doesn't have to do like he's fair. what the footy what the footy what the footy what the footy staying grounded is the whole idea behind like social media yeah, what trolls just, are saying like i think i think yeah, there. it's just like you, you can almost change a game based on what you're hearing what the pundits are saying mm. and but i think that's the it's just really just having, it out, yeah, yeah just having a tunnel vision and just thinking like i know what i bring to this game i know what i want from this game and I'm gonna go out and actually go and achieve what I want to achieve. For some people, like there's one thing like like my um my brother's former agent would say, if you want to make money from football, it's fine. You can go and do that. Like, like I know as fans, like, but when you think about it from like an actual football perspective, like if you want to go and make football, if you want to make like hundreds of grands of like money, like we can go and do that. We can make sure that throughout your career, you may not be the best player, you may not be the most rated or the most remembered, mm. but you will make your money. But if you want to be known as a great. You actually have to go out and work and apply yourself. That's mm. the thing. Because, like I said, all footballers can play football. If you think yeah. about when a footballer comes, let's say any footballer comes, he will tear all of us up. Like, let's be honest. Like, he will, like when I feel like, even when I see my brother play football against, I remember we were playing at Power League with like the boys in it. Mm. Some of the stuff he was doing, I was thinking, Ross, like, this is dangerous it's like fake, yeah. yeah like it's because even i but it's annoying because the jeans is there i know it's in me like. but i'm telling you <laughs> you're just a late bloomer it's bro it's that idea of your mindset and what you want like ferdinand or like it's the thing is you bring up all these classic players but they all have it as soon as you hear ferdinand talk it's that same mindset of i know what i wanted to be i knew what i wanted to be from leeds i knew that when, when he was like when he was at leeds and he wanted that push to my night he said this ain't the level for me. He knew that this wasn't the level for me. He sat down with the agent. He said, I'm not going here until that this move is pushed because that's the next level. Mm. That's where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be with, you know, the likes of, I don't know who was there at the time, but the likes of, you know, the greats. And I think 
maybe just to end it, like what fans want to really know, like how can we bring that culture back? So question we always ask people to come on the podcast, as you probably know, is what the fit needs to change within your area. And in your case, what the fit needs to change with, with young players, perhaps how they're perceived by fans, perhaps how they can be loved more by fans or... I think, one, it could be a case of, like, I remember back in the day when they used to, like, the community of football, like, the actual community initiatives in football um, is not really there anymore. Like, the actual case, when I think about rivalries, like, there was a real rivalry because you was in the area and you actually saw what it meant, like, mm. to be a Tottenham fan. Or, what it, like, the, when you think about North London Derby, you saw a serious derby. So, when you go there, that passion is with you. You see what, like... The players, like, yeah, you see what the like fans see, war, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, you see, yeah. like, I think that idea of like footballers being fans of the game, because mm. when you get to that kind of like, especially the intensity of how it is now, like the competition, like it, it, it does sort of become a job to you. Just it sort of becomes like that passion is gone. It's just more a case of I need to like that love for the actual cl- and the loyalty of like the club as well. Like it goes, it does go. So I think it's a case of actually when you become a player. Getting them involved in the community, getting them like I remember. I'm um, sorry, that that red. Remember, have you seen that video about Rednap when you're talking about Frank Lampard and how they? Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that that initiative of meetings with the actual fans talking about oh why you not played him or why do you see the two two um, draw with Watford? Why was that? What was the tactics there? I want to know what happened. Like the engagement with fans is not there, and I feel that's what is missing really from football because that's where that passion comes from. We actually realize that like. You're not, you're not only playing for yourself, you're not only playing for money, but you're playing for like people that actually really break their backs to come and watch you. And lot, like, some, it's just the more, I want more engagement. I want more mm. like how it used to be back in the day. Like, like your local players will come to schools and like they'll show like, you'll see like, imagine like when you're young and you see like Premier League baller. That idea of the dream, like the actual dream of you becoming a footballer is there now. You actually see like it's possible, mm. but people, players are so far removed like, even like the game is so far removed from yeah. us, like even. And I think I think that's where seeing local lads, like I think the best thing I've seen is like Trent in Liverpool. They've got yeah. to think, I'm just a normal yeah, lad. Yeah, They just achieved these dreams. So yeah, Royce, man, it's been a pleasure to have you on the uh, talking to you, man. on the uh, podcast today, uh, guys. If you loved what you listened to, subscribe and sending those questions to us. And um, thank you very much for for coming. Wow. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. 
Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea.